welcome to Chasing Barefoot Ultra. I'm your average runner, chasing some big distances and learning a lot along the way. Welcome back to Chasing Barefoot Ultra, where we talk all things running, mindset, and really tuning into your body. Today, I wanted to talk about how we stay motivated to get out running, especially as you know, the mornings are colder, darker, and it can just be a little bit harder to get ourselves out the door. Really, the short answer to that is we're not always going to be motivated to go. There's going to be mornings when we really just don't want to, and we can't rely solely on motivation or on feeling good to get out the door and go or to push ourselves to go. Instead, we need to look at determination. We need to find a routine and a rhythm, and we need to push ourselves forward. We need to rely on that dedication to keep going and to not rely on being motivated to go. Those days when we do feel really motivated and really eager to get out the door, it feels a lot better. It makes the whole process easier. But as we all know, those days aren't always going to be there. And if we want to chase something big or, you know, find that consistency, whether it's, you know, shooting for a long distance or a quick time or just shooting for anything, we can't rely on that. We need to find what moves us. We need to really go back to the beginning and define our why and use that to push us forward and to get us back out there and to keep us dedicated. These last few weeks, the mornings have been really dark, really rainy, um, really cold. Well, cold for this time of year. It's only going to get colder, but once we make the adjustment, that part doesn't feel so bad. It's that initial change. It's going out in the dark and in the rain that can be a challenge. But it was interesting last week. I've been, you know, pushing myself to keep a consistent routine of when I go. I've been trying to be really consistent in my cross training. And it might only be half an hour of strength training, 20 minutes on the bike, but it's consistent. And I've been trying to be really consistent about getting out running and when I go, not worrying about how far I'm going or how quick I'm going. It's just getting out there and going and getting myself back into that routine. So on Wednesday, I was getting ready to go out for my Thursday morning run. And I realized, oh, I've got a you know 9 a.m. meeting. So in order to be running back, showered, presentable for the meeting, I'd probably have to go really early. Usually I'm to work by 8.30 or 9, even when I go for a run. But it's that added layer of being on a video meeting and needing to not be having breakfast while I'm on the call or have so, you know soaking wet hair. So there's that layer. I thought, well, 
Uh, maybe this week I'll go Friday instead and I'll just take it easy on Thursday. And I had this thought like, no, you know, I really want to go running on Thursday. So I set my alarm for 545 and was out the door by quarter after six. And it felt great. That alarm, when it went off, I was ready to go. And it had been a long time since, you know, my alarm went off and I was eager to get out the door and go for a run. But it was there. It was back. And that was not motivation necessarily, but it was that I had fallen back into that routine and it had become a habit for me. I had worked through those days when I wasn't sure if I wanted to get out of bed and go and in being consistent with it and being dedicated to it, I finally got back to that place where my alarm went off and I was excited. I was excited to go back out. And even those mornings when, you know, my alarm would go off and it was a struggle to not hit snooze until it was too late. Still, by the time I got up and got ready, I was excited to go out on the run at that point. I'm not generally too concerned about what the weather's doing. You can always, always dress for it. But it was just that initial getting out of bed. And I'd miss that feeling of being excited to be up, being excited for the alarm to go off and to be able to get back out there. Consistency is probably the most important part of the process. And one thing I find, if I have a really good run, where it is one of those days when everything lines up and is feeling good, you go maybe farther than you planned or faster than you planned, but it just ended on a really high note. I find myself being like, yeah, I mean, I should do this every day. I want to go run tomorrow and experience the same thing. And that's not sustainable either. It's not sustainable for me to run every day. I'll run, honestly, three to four times a week. And that's what works best for me. I do try and cross train, you know, five to six times a week. But that's not, you know, a substantial amount of time. And that I'll do in the evening, whereas when I run, it's always in the morning. Even with the cross training, I find that, you know, it takes time to build into that routine, that habit of going and doing it. And I told myself, all I need is 20 minutes when I started. Just go for 20 minutes and work on some strength training and maybe 20 minutes on the bike. I'll watch, you know, ultra YouTube while I'm on the bike and it generally goes by fairly quick. But once I got where I could consistently, you know, do 20 minutes and push myself to, you know, get up and go do it and put whatever else had been happening on the side for that time. It's not that long, but it's just getting yourself there that can be the challenge. And once I got there, 20 minutes never felt like enough. Once I was there, I was, you know, eager to keep going. But in that too, we need to remember 
to keep it sustainable. So if we have, you know, one night where I really want to just keep pushing and keep going, I'm not going to necessarily stop myself, but I'm not going to make that the new number I need to hit every night. Because if I, you know, go for an hour, that's great. But tomorrow doesn't need to be. Because if I start to say, well, okay, I need to go do that for an hour again because I did it an hour yesterday. Well, then that hour seems to be a little bit too much. And maybe I don't quite have it in me to go do it. So then I won't do it at all. When we're pushing ourselves to create these habits and create these routines, we are pushing ourselves a bit out of a comfort zone. Because what if... I do all of this and I don't get the results I'm expecting. That's probably the biggest thing that causes people to stop, to work really hard for, you know, a month or two and then rein in or stop altogether because they haven't seen the results they want. My biggest issue before in being motivated or dedicated to strength and cross-training was when it came to the strength, I just didn't feel like what I was doing was productive. I prefer to work out at home. I've gone to the gym before, but it's just not an atmosphere I really enjoy. So when it comes to working out at home, there's limited weights or limited equipment and finding a way to use what I had in an effective way was tough. I don't have a big background in that. And of course, there's countless options on YouTube or even Instagram has a lot of tutorials and do this and do that. But it can be really overwhelming once you start looking through everything and seeing the complexity of the movements that some people are doing. And I actually started watching a YouTube channel where she's, you know, critiquing mostly like the MLM workouts and where they're just jammed with so many movements in one that's making it overly complicated. And one thing I really took away from that is we don't need to have these super complicated moves to see progress and to, we can keep things really simple and just be consistent with it. And then we can find progress that way. We can do the proper moves, really learn the mechanics and make sure they're being done properly. And that is how we'll see benefits from them. One thing I've started to do with my strength training primarily is using Sally McRae's app. But one thing I've really learned about myself in starting to incorporate her workouts and just in how I initially started running and training and building up to bigger distances is when I'm first starting out, when I'm finding my feet in anything, I really do better if I can take a bit of knowledge 
if I can take some tips from people who really know what they're doing and do them at my own pace. With running, it was learning what people were doing, scaling it back. So I wasn't running five days a week. I was running three days a week, learning what distances worked for me on those days, where I felt best. I learned how to fuel, how to experiment with different fuel. But I took all of that and I really just let myself find my own way with it. I didn't force a training plan on myself because I quickly discovered that that didn't work. And I'm finding that with the strength training as well. So what I've been doing is I'll follow along in a couple workouts and then I'll start to just pull different moves out of each one and build my own circuit from them. And one thing I really like about having that app is I can read and see how it's supposed to be done properly. I can watch examples of the movement and always kind of refer back to it, but I don't need to necessarily follow along step by step. I can really just take it and make them my own, make it my own workout, hit the areas that I know I need to be hitting. I can leave off areas where maybe it's injured or hurt or Um, I don't want to be overworking because I know it could cause an injury. So I'm not too sure what that says about me or how I process things or kind of proceed through things. But I like to really find my own way through them. And I think it's a learning process for me. It's finding what really works, knowing that what I'm doing is productive, um, is really important. And that's why like having this app for the strength I know is productive and I know the moves are going to make me a stronger runner but I don't have to do routine as a whole I can you know kind of pick things and go with them I found that now in my running where I don't like having you know a set distance where I want to go each day but I've really found that I enjoy having a set time So my goals during the week are not distance goals. It's how long am I going to be out? And there was a runner I follow who has been doing this for a long time. She had made the transition from, you know, running distance goals during the week to time. And I remember having a conversation with her and how she said that made such a huge difference in how she trained and how she progressed that time I wasn't quite ready to make the switch it was still I wanted to be pushing distance and tracking distance and that's what was really important to me then but now I'm finding that having that time goal and setting a training plan based off of that is really working well so if I have a run where my knee flares up and I need to, you know, back off or slow down or walk, I'm still out there and I'm still going. And if I'm out there for an hour, I'm out there for an hour. It doesn't matter how far I've gone. So nursing that injury, I'm still hitting that goal. Whereas if I had 
okay, I need to go out for 12K and my knee flares up at six. Well, I'm still feeling like I need to hit that 12. So I'm still probably going to push myself or if I don't, I'll start to feel behind again. And as soon as I start to feel like I'm playing catch up, it just, you know, snowballs from there and pretty much sabotages things for a while until I can realize what's happening and recover. So being able to see that and apply that to my training now, I start to wonder if, you know, maybe next year, my, the way I approach strength training might be totally different. Maybe by then I'll be at a point where, you know, I want to be hitting the gym or, you know, doing a different routine or maybe following routines from start to finish. How we train and how we kind of grow and develop as runners is really unique to each of us. And I think that's the biggest thing that I'm really learning is that my approach to running and to training is really finding something that works best and not being so dedicated to that at the same time. It's about finding a way to build a habit that is sustainable, to have that dedication that you can keep up on and something that is going to push you, but not burn you out. So when you have that really good run and you're super motivated to go back out, you can take that and have another really good run or have a really good cross train. But when you have a bad run where things just really don't go to plan, you're not relying on that feeling at the end of the run to get you back out there again. That bad run, it's going to happen. They always do. But it's not going to set you back. My favorite thing to do after a run like that or in the middle of a run like that is to think to myself, well, today's run is all about mental training and pushing through because we all know once you're running longer distances, you're going to have lows. You're going to have times in that run where you're not feeling very good and where maybe you're going to want to quit. So if every single run we had leading up to that was really, really good and you felt awesome, imagine how you're going to feel when that run starts to dip and you start to have a low. So every run that we have leading up to that, that hasn't gone well, is really just preparing us for those moments. So we need to really keep that in mind and remember that being dedicated to going, being dedicated to ourselves is what's important. It's not needing that motivation or needing to feel that elation at the end of a run or waking up at 5.45 and eager to get out the door. Those days are amazing and those Days are probably one of the reasons we really do it. It's because they do feel so good. But for those days to feel so good, we're going to need to have days that don't feel so good too. 
And it's when we push through those days that we can have the really good ones. It's when we push through and show up for ourselves. We don't give up on what we want just because we're not really feeling motivated to go. That's when we're showing to ourselves what's important to us. That's when we're showing ourselves that we believe in what we want and that we believe we can go and get it. And those are really the most important things that we can do. So I guess that is a really long-winded way to say that the way to get and stay motivated to go is we don't, we're not going to be motivated to go all the time, but we need to stay dedicated to ourselves and stay dedicated to what we believe in and what we want. Thanks for tuning in to Chasing Barefoot Ultra. If you liked what you heard, I would love it if you would share it with a friend. If you want to find me on Instagram, you can find me at Chasing Barefoot Ultra.